Good evening, everyone, and welcome to Spooked. The Scary Story Improvised Podcast. I'm Damian Depping. I'm Cody Crane. Oh, shit. It's just the two of us again. Yep, just us oh, two. Man. No one else with us. Fucked off. Back to mama. Yeah, he did. He did. Went to home. Keratin. Supposed to be here. Stuck in traffic. Yeah, okay. Hanging out in Milton. All right. He just loves it in Milton, I guess. He just loves Milton, I bet you're doing much. the Milton cast right now. But it's not all about you, Keratin. Yeah. It's about our guest tonight, Amy Matisio. Oh, hello. How you doing? I'm good. How are you? Oh, so good. So excited to have you here. Thanks for having me. Thank you for coming. You guys. Oh, man. You too. This is the reason I came. For you two. For us two. The two OGs. You hear that, you guys? Caracol, fuck you guys. Give, yeah, if you're at home, give Kara a call. We'll send his phone number out. Yeah. I'm sure he'll appreciate that. <laughs> give him a call. Tell him tell him what's what. <laughs> Colin's been putting his number out. No one's calling him, so. Yeah, no, no one, one calls Colin. Oh, no, we call him. You call him Colin. Yeah, we call him Colin. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, we've had a lot of Collins recently, so it's been very confusing. You want name tags? <laughs> we should. Yeah, just in this room, though. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then you can tweet out the photos. That'd be nice. Yeah, that'd oh, be yeah. nice. That'd yeah. be perfect. <laughs> we have little name tags at the door. Yeah. yeah. Leave, <laughs> wait, leave them on the door for like my neighbors to just see? Or... <laughs> yeah. 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 Little yeah. magnet ones. And if they want to come in and visit, they put it on. They write their name. It'll be fun. Oh, there we go. What's on your shirt? Um, Is a cat playing a keyboard? Yeah, wearing sunglasses. My sister bought it for me for That's Christmas. That's an impressive shirt. Is that your costume? Uh, y- yes. Well, this and and the elaborate array that I'm wearing around the costume. Oh, yes. Have you noticed my headdress? Showgirl. Yes. Yeah. I was going Vegas showgirl uh, meets t-shirt wearer. And yeah. you are? Oh, I'm a Vegas showgirl without the t-shirt. Yeah. yeah. He's uh, just the headdress and nothing else. Yeah. No, he's I got, he's got the pasties. Yeah. And one little one just on the end of his wiener. Oh. I actually thought you guys would be in costume today, which is why I agreed to come here on this oh, Halloween man. weekend. Well, you should have put it in the rider. You didn't. <laughs> um, and uh, that's that's your fault. So. <laughs> we left the costumes in the closet. Yeah. Amy, you're a actor and improviser. We've seen you in two improvised shows now. Two. True Blue yes. and Le Grand Jet. Mm. Yes. Cool. We saw Le Grand Jet pretty recently, too. Yeah, it was uh, just a couple weeks ago. Both terrific improvised shows. Are both of them coming back? Like, what's uh, what's the deal? What's going on? What's what is, going on? Yeah, what's, what's the deal with these shows that you do? Um, <laughs> both of them, I think, will probably make a comeback at some point. Yeah, yeah. they were both very successful in their form, and mm-hmm. uh, the audience really enjoyed them, and they were fun to create. Both uh, very different in their scope, but again, both of them, uh, you know dealing with sort of um, an improvised drama format, in a way. Uh, both of them using a lot of drama. Of course, some comedy, but, um, yeah, it's cool to be able to work on shows like that. Yeah. It was, it's a really fun show to see, too. And both, like, I like the Le Grand Jet. It reminded me of uh, the show Boomtown. Oh. Like, the cop show, but it would, because it goes from, like, different vantage points, and you slowly, like, learn about everyone that's seen the scene of the crime and what they were doing beforehand. Yeah. So it kind of had that, like, kind of feel to it, and I really liked that and learning about each one. And there was people, like, when we watched it, you were the first person that we learned about. Okay. You were lying yeah. on the beach. Oh, I was on the beach, the beach yeah, the, one. Okay. Yeah, I, it was great. <laughs> there you go. Right yeah, there. I mean, I don't think no, you well, my, my thing, I, I, I was, I was relatively skeptical initially going into it because it, 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 it had the initial feeling like it was going to be something like, oh, I've done this in an acting class before, and it's just going to be like a tedious hour or something. But once done we kind of that, just sort of the... well, that was that was my initial hesitation with right. it. But once once we actually started building into it and starting to see what these things were, like you realized how much you wanted to know about that character is like well why is that guy like that and when you started learning about it, it it just it was it was so uh compelling and you wanted to learn more and there's actually so much that we never 
did learn about it. It's just like, oh no. And finding the connections and everything like that too. Yeah. But it's nice to have your imagination kind of trailing mm-hmm. and uh, finding those things yourself as well. So that was really Yeah. Cool. I mean, it, that whole show is just about perspective really and being able to shift people's perspectives. And yeah, so sometimes it's really surprising what um, the audience sees and the improvisers are seeing at the same time. Like mm-hmm. we're all discovering the information yeah. as we go. So it's, it's cool. Not unlike True Blue, which is a very live yeah, kind of true. experience because it's happening in real time and we're discovering, you know, True Blue is a crime drama, improvised crime drama, for those of you who haven't seen it, and <laughs> that we solve in real time within the hour. And that's one of those things too where you never really know mm-hmm. what you're getting. You don't know what perspective you should be following and yeah, yeah they're both kind of mm-hmm. similar mm-hmm. in that way. And we, we saw that one at Fringe, so that yeah. was cool. We went twice. Yeah, we saw a couple shows. Um, because it was cool seeing like that uh, the guests join in too, yeah. and uh, getting a feel of them. Uh, because we had we went the two days we had Tony on in the past, so we went to the Tony Nacho right. one, and we had uh, Christian on, so we went to the Christian one. But you were not that one. I was not the Christian yeah. one, yeah. But uh, the Tony Nacho one, um, like how intense he yeah. got in certain parts was oh, crazy. Man. I was like, oh man, like this is so good. And all of you guys are so um, good in, like, performance-wise, too, with the improv, which I feel like is a hard thing to balance. Mm-hmm. Doing that stuff, doing the... Yeah, like, doing that kind of... Um, to hold a character that well and carry the performance like that with still, like, improvising, I feel right. like that's hard, a balance to it. I mean, I feel like it's very freeing to be able to do a show like that and not have any expectation to specifically tell a funny story Mm -hmm. or um, make jokes or at least make the audience feel like they have to be getting so many laughs in per minute or they're not having a good time. And, you know, with any good improv, a grounded, real character is always going to be just as funny as it is sad. And so I think just with True Blue, you really have the ability to just really dig deep into sort of more of a the darker side of the characters and to really examine it and play with it and also just sort of really commit to telling these character stories. Um, and because it's kind of, it has that adrenaline to it, it has a very live wire feel, that adds mm-hmm. to it, of course. It's all fresh, it's all new. You never know what's going to come at you. So, in, you know, in the Tony case, for example, with the, physical stuff that happened in that show yeah it's it's totally unexpected you don't really know what you're getting and it's really great to have the guests because even as playing mm-hmm. the, the detectives yeah. you get a sense of who you're working with and you get a sense of everybody's kind of nature and you can tell mm-hmm. where things are going it's fun to kind of have people come in and out um because they're they absolutely surprise you because they haven't even necessarily been there to even talk about the form before it's you know there's so much going on for example at fringe that people were just coming and going and that was really fun and really exciting to be able to do that yeah. you must have uh, like freshened it up in a lot of ways having that n- new faces in there and yeah. yeah i mean i think it's really cool to have these great actor improvisers you know you know even some of the actors that came on will say i'm not an improviser i'm not an improviser but really yeah. you know they yeah. are and the, just even being able to tell such a compelling story as an actor and to stay in it for that long, you know, you are improvising, they are improvising and playing along just as everybody else is. And so, yeah, it was, it was totally great to have all those new faces come in and, and, and play with us. Well, that's, that's interesting because we, we get that a lot too, because we have a lot of, we have a lot of actors and improvisers come in as well too. And we hear that about, I'm not an improviser, I'm an actor too. And a lot of time, uh, especially as something that we would say comedy, air quotes, mm. <laughs> that we are. Loose <laughs> comedy. Comedy. Um, especially with a lot of people in it, the, the, like, the, the drive is, is, is so geared for the laugh, too. So mm-hmm. seeing something like True Blue, where even where you can tell the audience expectations are geared more towards laughter, like with Tony's thing we've talked about before, on, on the show yeah. for you listeners at home who are keeping track you got the flow charts out um when he was doing those intense scenes like people were laughing but it was also like 
I think Colin was saying it was kind of like almost just as a way for a lot of people even just to cope with what was happening and it was the only way they could think of reacting but yeah I mean a lot of times people when they don't know what to do they'll laugh yeah, and yeah. and it's to take the air out of the room it's to sort of make it not feel so tense or mm-hmm. you know instead of crying a lot of people will laugh in a situation it's just like I feel an audience instead of just sitting in it which we always you know there's a you can talk about it in improv when even an improviser is scared to sit in silence because they they feel that the audience has an expectation um, on them to talk or to mm-hmm. do something or to entertain them but it and that goes back back at the audience as well is for an audience to just sit with something yeah. and to watch something unfold can sometimes be hard um, yeah. to do comfortably yeah I have a hard time sitting through a movie now sometimes uh, you know, I, I get bored at home. You know, you put on a movie and you're just like, I'm gonna go make a yeah. sandwich or yeah, you know, uh, ten I'm minutes gonna, in, you're yeah, over you, it. Yeah, it's it's it. I don't know. Uh, it's the way our media is today, folks. We can't sit down and watch something. Go home, kiss your mom, say I love you, mom. Watch a movie with her. Going on like the oh, um, silence of the improviser though too is another thing that the show does really well because some of the times you watch it and some people are like kind of more uh, behind and don't have a huge part in it and sometimes yeah. they do have a big part mm-hmm. and it's uh, cool to see um, people know when to step back and when to step forward. I think it's very well synchronized inside of it too. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, it it absolutely is an ensemble brain. It's a hive mind situation where everyone has to be really giving and um really responsive and and listening it's it's one of the most intense listening shows I've ever been a part of I mean I know Mm. we always improvise listening is paramount but really like you have to be engaged as an active listener not only just listening to write Mm -hmm. facts down but sort of always be piecing things together and that kind of listening is is hard when you're also expected to tell a story. You know, we're sort of two steps ahead of what's coming out of our mouths all the time as improvisers, I find. But in this case, it's sort of playing two steps ahead and playing playing live at the same time in order to take in what's coming at you. It's kind of a Well, it's one of the things that, like, you notice uh, as an audience with it, too. Like, even just certain details or something that would happen. Um, you could tell that something was either misheard or misconstrued between actors. Like, was it was it told wrong to us, or did they miss it? So they were never like big big things. It was always just a small thing that ended up getting corrected as as mm-hmm. like it kind of went along. But it was it was always very obvious from an audience point. So I guess that really just kind of emphasizes how important that that idea of making sure you are actively doing what you're what you were just talking about. Yeah, there. I mean, I've been. Um... Colin Munch is teaching the format right now at Bad Dog, and I've been um, I've been subbing a few times, and it's interesting because we talked a lot about um, mishearing something or not mm-hmm. having heard something, and it's that it's okay to say I I didn't hear that, or yeah. please repeat that, or to get clarification instead of just panicking and moving forward, yeah. which won't serve anybody in a form like this so naturally usually I find if I don't hear something or take something in as an improviser I kind of just panic and I just steamroll ahead like I did hear it I mean naturally because you don't want to you can't really stop and get out of the scene in in most scenarios but we kind of do that but we just call people out when they miss say something and then we say did you just say that? And then you, we do the clarification oh, I, by I, I shaming like, them. I do, oh, yeah, you just do shame. Yeah. I do the steamroll every every episode. Yeah, yeah. you see, <laughs> yeah, people like, throw up uh, offers and you're just like, no, my idea, my... It's like, oh, my God, yeah. this guy. Yeah, just shame, the shame belt. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. We, we shame him with a belt after. Moving on to the spooky belt, side Belt, not things. belt. Oh, see? There we go. <laughs> I stand corrected. <laughs> On the spooky side of things, you've also been involved in the movie Wolf God. Yeah, you I have. You were in that movie, and if I recall, and I didn't do any research on this, but I'm Sweet. going pure remedy or pure memory remedy. Pure remedy on pure this. remedy on this one. Wow. Um, it won the Cineplex competition. The Cineku, yeah, the Cineplex Cineku. And it was, and the prize was that it was in the Cineplex at that point. Yeah. It, we, it had a million dollar production fund was the prize and a guaranteed theatrical release. That was the first um, big prize of its kind like that competition in Canada. And 
that's what we did with the first one. And we have actually, we just finished, well, we didn't just finish shooting it, but it's in post right now, which is Another Wolf Cop, the sequel hmm. to Wolf Cop. Is it called Another Wolf Cop? It's called Cop? Another Wolf Cop. Okay. <laughs> is right. it actually? Yeah, it is. All right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's only recently, but it was called Wolf Cop 2 for mm -hmm. the, all while we've been making it and whatnot. And now it's called Another Wolf Cop. Nice. Yeah. So I like coming back. I like the first one because I did see in the Cineplex through that, and I was pretty sure that it won the competition yeah. for it. And uh, yeah, it was really funny. Thank really, you. Really great. Yeah, <laughs> it is great. It's cool. Uh, it's a fun thing to be a part of. To be a part of kind of that kind of genre of film, the horror comedy with that uh, kind of retro vibe, that mm. um, kind of eighties. I don't even know. I don't even know what vibe is. It's got its own vibe. It, yeah. it feels really cool. It's kind of has a, has a throwback feeling, and it's all practical effects, which is really cool to be a part of a horror movie oh, yeah, that yeah. still stands, yeah. you know, stands behind it and and has pulled it off in both movies, yeah. Wolf Cop and another Wolf Cop coming soon. <laughs> uh, yeah, and I feel very lucky the, to be a part of it. What was the distance in um, filming for those? How many years in between? Uh, I think it was two years apart. Two years yeah. apart. Yeah. Hmm. Um, what was it like to reprise a character after two years? I mean, I, I'm very lucky to do that. That's, it's sort of, yeah. you don't get to do that in Canadian mm -hmm. film too much to no, be able to, unless you're doing a series to do a movie and then do a sequel. <laughs> and yeah, I mean, it was an interesting process to come back and think about the character Right from when we made Wolf Cop, everyone was talking about making a Wolf Cop too. So I don't, I don't know that it necessarily left my my brain, but I I did kind of work at things that I wanted to make sure I did in the second one, and and had to you know went back and mm -hmm. we were watching the first one a lot and talking about it, and and I sort of was a part of the script development. I had read different drafts and had a lot of conversations with the director. So that was another really cool experience to be able to be a part of the growth of the character mm -hmm. and and then to help sort of make her what she is now and you know what she how she may or may not move forward, don't want to say, but oh, you know. Yeah. Well, speaking of, of wolf cops, yeah, or wolves cop, wolf cop, wolf cops. It's a <laughs> uh, co uh, al alcoholic cop who is a wolf. Okay. If you don't do, know. do you believe in in uh, wolf men who can be <laughs> cops or any? Such? I do now. Oh, do you believe now. in ghosts? I mean, I do. I've never seen one, and I'm terrified of that. But I, I do believe. I believe in ghosts. Yeah. Oh. And have you ever had a paranormal experience, um, not seeing one, but perhaps like hearing one? Or? I've never seen a ghost, and every sound I hear in my house at night, I think it's a ghost. I mean, I go right to ghost. And yeah. If I heard something right now, something fell off the table, I would think a ghost did it. I've yeah. always fear that ghosts are lurking around i i feel the same way yeah, yeah. <laughs> where there's a lot of there's a lot of stuff i think i was at uh care's place last week mm -hmm. and i was there for like 40 minutes or something and he wasn't there previous and just like a dish just like flew and like landed in the sink Ghost. And I was like, we've been here for so long. How does it just go now? And how does it go so far? He's like, I just fell. I'm just like, I don't believe it. I'm still stuck. It probably just, just I mean, fell. I, I feel like that's a long time for it not to. That, uh, that's completely unreasonable. I'm, I'm the skeptic, so. <laughs> <laughs> so I, uh, okay, sure. It was a ghost. Right. I always think when things are misplaced, too. Mm -hmm. like I, I, I have an obsession with misplaced items in a home and when you find yeah. them somewhere that is completely unlikely i can't when you can't put the story together of how it got there ghost <laughs> i <laughs> i usually remember I when i find something that i can't like i'll be like oh yeah i, I remember doing that now yeah. usually mine's usually like oh it, it ends up being in the couch cushion so i'm never like oh that was a ghost that <laughs> stuffed it in there i'm like i probably just did or something but we got a scary oh, story to tell. Oh, that scared me. No, that worked out. I'm glad we discussed that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Got you scared before. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> oh, 
just now you think a dish is gonna fall somewhere and i actually am someone who is everything scares me like i'm i could super jumpy yeah to ex to extreme measures like i'm someone i'm one i'm a person who will pull a neck muscle that i get that aggressive like with my terror like i i we had a mouse this this comes right to my brain last <laughs> winter we had a mouse in the house and we had a mouse in the house we were trying to catch it trying to catch it thought we got rid of this mouse thought it was all good and then i after a few days of not seeing any droppings which is you know if you don't the, see the droppings the leavings, yeah, yeah. they've gone they've gone to party in another location we i was in the living room and i went into the kitchen and i saw just scuttle across the doorway this tiny tiny little mouse and i screamed so hard and and moved back to the couch in the living room so fast that like my husband claims i moved at the speed of light <laughs> and i lost my voice from that one scream for how long like two days. Wow. The ter- is, isn't that ridiculous? Man. Over a tiny little mouse. And I still have PTSD from that because every time I cross <laughs> into the kitchen, I see I see it in my mind's eye. <laughs> I see, sometimes walking home, I see rats running across the street. So most, I think it's like, all right, hey, buddy. Yeah, you had a raccoon come into your house. Yeah, a raccoon ate my bananas once. <laughs> Came into your house? Yeah. I, I heard rustling and I came out and it was on the stove and it was looking it looked at me and it was like my bananas like it just the peels were. I would die. Away. I would and die I a like, death. Oh shit! Well, now I don't have bananas. And Colin came in once. Uh, yeah, he was afraid because he's just like he's. It was in the kitchen. Well, yeah. we have a window in in the kitchen that there's no screen, but we're like on the. Third but they floor. leave it open all the time because it's hot as shit in there, and our landlord won't give us a screen. <laughs> But, like, if a raccoon keeps on coming yeah, in, I, mean, I wouldn't be do, opening we, that window. Well, we don't usually. Just it's... open your room window. Like, I don't understand this. Well, we like hanging out in the kitchen, too. Jeez, man. Don't you know about communal living spaces? Yeah, I'm not... I'm, I mean, it's embarrassing Kid, that a little mouse bad, can make then... me crazy, but to, if a raccoon was in my kitchen, yeah. I would move out. Yeah. <laughs> like, my, my bags would be packed. <laughs> I would be in a hotel within the hour, and I, I wouldn't... I, I don't know... I, they, you know, raccoons are crafty. They might find you. <laughs> follow. They're like the they're like the taken of animal. The Liam Neeson of I don't know. They're little uh, creeps. <laughs> yeah, the perverts of the animal kingdom. The raccoon. But we got a story to tell. We handed out positions beforehand. Amy, can you tell us which position you drew? Behind? Just kidding. Okay. <laughs> Be weird if that said that. Really I just said it has a sad face. That means you're the swing character. You have no responsibility within the story. You can oh, about, thank God I won the lottery. This is the swing character, a sad face? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's why I keep it that way. Because <laughs> of the reaction? Yeah, yeah like everyone, everyone loves it. Everyone cheers. <laughs> everyone loves this little guy. Am I right? Put it on a t-shirt. Well, I, I would. If, well. Uh, tape it to one. <laughs> I I I drew a spooky, right? Yeah, I forgot for a minute. (laughs) So that's where I go to a random Halloween costume idea generator, and I hit the button Costumify, Mm. and it gives you a dashing ogre. These are the worst adjectives for what? What app are you using? What is happening over there? It is a Halloween costume idea generator. It's not a good app. The, all the adjectives, they're never like, it's never like a, like a, a terrifying werewolf. It's always just like, oh, he's a charming vampire. Okay, so that, <laughs> or like what, a, you got it, what was it that you got? A, a dashing, dashing ogre. ogre. But I wish, can we just hear two more for fun from the generator? <laughs> two more. Okay. Do I, are you going to pick one for me? I just, I've never heard of that. <laughs> An elegant politician. <laughs> See, they're very strange. <laughs> they're very strangely, like, weirdly flattering <laughs> <laughs> and a grizzly pirate. That's well, that's on the nose. That's on the nose. Yeah, that is on the nose. Yeah, there we go. No, I think you actually you got the best one. Your first one was da- uh, dashing. Yeah, ogre. dashing ogre. Wow, like he runs. Yeah, he runs. <laughs> all right, and then uh, we all know what that means. I drew the narrator. Oh man, what a train wreck this is gonna be. 
Oh, right. <laughs> I apologize so we're gonna... for any of the swings. Oh, it's not your fault. <laughs> we're gonna go to <laughs> okay. I'm done. We're gonna go to canigeta.com where we're gonna get a location, a relationship, or a word with which to start our story off. What's it gonna be tonight? I will go with a word. Word. And the word, well, it's actually two words, uh, but it's a uh, flea market. With the spooky... So it's a location, great. Yeah, I love it when the word is also a location. <laughs> we had it one time where it was Greece, like the place, and I was like, oh. But also, the Greece, like, put in your hair or... Yeah, well, it could have been, but well, it was written as the, as the place. Ah. So. But I took it as the Greece. We, we, did, we did both. <laughs> Remember, it was a McDonald's in Greece. <laughs> yeah, so uh, are you promoting that episode now? Yeah. Go out there, listen to that episode. You all know the one. But uh, the, the spooky flea market. All right. With the dashing over. The spooky flea market. We start our tale in a flea market. It smells like must and mold. Oh, there's so many sales, so many deals. One young boy, Harold, cruised along the flea market, searching aisle by aisle, until he found the perfect booth. Hello. Hi. Would you like to try some mustard? My mom says I'm not supposed to have mustard from strangers. Oh, no, 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 I'm not a stranger. My name's Grammy Eleanor. I'm everyone's favorite Grammy. Well, I guess if you're a Grammy, you're not a stranger. Oh, good what? one. That was the joke I said to you. You said it back. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm just a little kid, so I was just kind of making sense of things. That's what my mom said to do. Come in. Oh, come in. All right. Would you like to try some mustard? What kind of mustards do you have? All kinds. Jeez, oh, what? Hundreds. That's a lot. Thousands. That's a lot of mustard. Well, what do you recommend? Do you have like a, a sampler? Of course. Okay. Grab a pretzel stick. Oh, these are very, very, ooh, very nice pretzel sticks. Yes. Very salty. Yes. The saltier they are, the more you'll need some of this. Water. Oh, wow, this is very cloudy water. Wait, 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 wait. I'm Jeremy, the guy that runs the hockey card booth. Oh, Jesus. Don't you trust that mustard, okay? Uh, you come with me, little boy. What's your name? What's your name? Well, I just want to have some No, mustard. she's just trying. She, he, is trying some of my mustard. Oh, no need to put a gender on him. I'll take, I'll take you over here. I'll take you over here. Oh, no, 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 just... Why don't we give him just a few more seconds? I, I wanted him to try my new flavor, my cotton candy mustard. Wouldn't a little boy like cotton candy? Oh, well, yeah, but I mean, cotton candy mustard. Does... Oh, don't worry, Harold. Uh, what's your name? What's your name? I almost, I almost gave you a name. Was it Harold? Well, that's what my mom calls me, I guess. Oh, see, I'm, I'm a good guesser. How did you know what my name was? You don't know my mom, I just do you? told you I'm a oh. good guesser. Hey, where are you going? You come back here, young man. You come back here. Well, he's got hockey cards. You got cotton candy mustard. That's... Jeremy drags young Harold out of the booth. Now listen here, Harold. Okay. You can't just go and wander around going in booths, okay? Now you look here. You can't just go in grabbing children and tell them to come with you in a flea market. You got me there, Harold. You got me well, there. I've gotten in trouble from this in the past, but I've also saved a lot of kids, okay? Um, I, I don't really know what to say about that. Well, I've saved a lot of kids, Harold. What you gotta remember. Okay. You gotta trust me on this one. I'm not gonna take your time up long. Well, you just run along, okay, and you don't go back to this mustard booth. Do you just not like mustard or something? No, I love mustard. But this mustard's scary mustard, Harold. This is the scariest mustard you'll ever try. The scariest mustard I'll ever try? It'll transform you into something you don't even want to think about. Like what? Well, you said I want to think about it. It'll transform you into yeah a dashing ogre. 
Well, that's great. I love Shrek. No. Oh. Is he not? He's not dashing. You're not thinking about the adjective. You're just thinking about the ogre part. You don't want to be a dashing ogre, son. Why not? Because you could destroy this whole building by running too fast and being too big. Now I'll leave you with that and let you wander on your way. Oh, nice to that guy. I want to be a big old running ogre. Hey, mustard lady. Jerry yeah. disappears into the shadows. I heard you got some fancy mustard. Oh, you've come back, have you? Well, yeah, I found out that guy was probably just a just a creepy weirdo. My mom said to stay away from creepy weirdos. You think I'm a creepy weirdo? No, I I said he... He was a creepy weirdo. Well, now I'm kind of getting the mixed signals here. I don't, I don't know anymore. Mustard. Oh yeah, mustard. Let's get into it. All right. Now here's three of my favorite kinds. Ooh. Garlic. Yeah. The cotton candy I promised from earlier. Is that one of your favorites, or are you just putting it up because you promised it? Because I promised it. Okay. And thirdly, and most importantly, Emerald City. Uh, oh, like. Like Emerald City, like in the, the Wizard of... Oh. Take it how you mean it. Oh, oh wow. This is a very open-ended mustard. I Well, I'll try the garlic, because that sounds... Oh, blase, blase. Move on from the garlic. Okay, well, I don't really want to try the cotton candy one. Oh, don't you? No. What if it had magic powers? Well, I thought that maybe the okay. I guess if it was ma like, what kind of magic powers? Oh, are you I talking? don't know. I, I you don't know. Say for sure. You, how long have you been peddling this mustard for? Thirty-eight years. And you don't know what the cotton candy mustard does. Well, oh, oh uh, I don't want to give it away. I want it to be a surprise. I want it to be exciting and 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 overwhelming for everyone at the flea market. I want you to. What's your name again? You know, Grammy Eleanor. Grammy Eleanor has that. Has Jeremy been driving away your business all this time? Oh, I don't know, maybe. You've just been trying to live an honest living, giving away magic mustard to unassuming children. And you know what? That's not right. You got me there. You know what? I want to help you teach that dumb man a lesson. Yes? Yeah. Oh, good. Yeah. Pick up your pretzel stick. I got it. Dip it in. Okay. Take a scoop. Oh, I got a big old glob. And put it in your mouth. And this will get back at him? Yeah, oh, it will get back at him, all right. Oh, no. He okay. shoves it into his mouth. <coughs> he begins to grow. Whoa. Whoa. He starts Whoa. to turn green. Oh. Oh. His teeth get whiter, and they have a bit of a spark to them when he smiles real big. Oh, quite a lovely smile. Look at you. Oh. You're perfect. Well, thank you. His head hits the ceiling, oh. and it begins to crumble around oh, no. him, just a tad. I feel I'm a tad bit too tall for this here flea market. That's oh, your new name. We'll call you Tad. Tad. Hmm. Tad. Much better than that Harold, my... Mother gave me. Oh, mother, I will rue the day you called me Harold. Now, make oh, yes. your way through the flea market. Tad takes a running dash, <gasps> but trips over the oh, soap booth. No! no! All of the soap workers begin to just clean oh, him with oh, the soap. Oh, he's so dirty. We gotta clean this boy. I'll get green. in there, buddy. I'll get right up in there. Every nook and cranny, every nook and cranny. Meanwhile, in the mustard booth, Jeremy makes his way into Grammy, uh, Granny Eleanor's booth. What, what have you done? What do you mean, what have I done? You know he's gonna destroy this whole flea market. Exactly. Just... Just because you have the least popular booth in this place doesn't mean you have to destroy it. Doesn't it? You can just start a new business like everybody else. You think I started with hockey cards? No, I started with baseball cards. Oh, uh, well, you think I started with mustard? No, I started with ketchup. Ketchup, no. 
Oh, that's right. You were behind the bear attack. The ketchup to turn the people into a bear. Oh, you're looking at her. Grammy Eleanor, the bear killer. Oh, God, that, that was where? That was Ohio? Where? Oh, it was in Ohio. You've got me. What are you going to do about it? I guess I better go to Ohio to investigate. Jeremy, we cleaned up this boy nice and good. He's so clean. What do we do with him now? Still green. Tall. Just keep on cleaning them, keep them oh. down. He's made my dreams come true. Yes. Of course, the press will be here any minute, and they'll wonder who it was that turned him into a dashing ogre. <laughs> Let's sit hold on the scene at the flea market. I'm here doing a live investigative report about a tall green boy. Hi, what do you know about the tall green boy? Oh, I don't know. I, I just saw he just was running down there. He was just huge. Yeah, like how huge are we talking for, for a boy? He was huge. He, uh, I mean, I, I don't even know if he fits inside the building anymore. Well, these roofs are what, tall? Oh, I saw. I'll oh. make a statement. Okay, uh... Uh, what, state your name for, th for the camera, please. My name is Michelle Smith. M. Smith, okay. And I was just about stepped on by a giant man. A giant? I heard it was a green boy. It's a man now? Well, he had parts that looked manly to me. Oh, that's not good for... Uh, Swinging the big style. Oh, I, we can't put this on the TV. Put it on TV oh, and no. remix me. Oh, I'm gonna lose my job. Meanwhile, Jeremy's on an airplane going to Ohio to figure out what happened and how they stopped the bear attack in the first place. So would you care for some peanuts? Something to drink, perhaps? Yeah, that would be, be really nice. Uh, don't forget to buckle your seatbelt soon. You see the lights. Just come yeah. on, we're about to land soon. Oh, okay. This is going to Ohio, right? Uh, yes, we're, we're about to land in Ohio. Oh, no, good. I got the right plane. Okay, okay. Yeah, in the state of Ohio. Okay. <laughs> Back to the flea market with Tad. Oh, so, oh, I'm so clean. Oh, I smell like lavender and patchouli. Wow. Hey, guys, don't let them get up. Keep on beating them with these bag of soaps. Let me, let me just try and get up. Oh, 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 I, I keep falling over because I'm so soapy. Oh, I'm so soapy and clean. We can't just spend all day soaping them up. Get them out of here. Breaking news at the flea market. Large green boy gets soaked by local merchants. Whoa, what? Oh, oh. oh man. I, I, I hope we can get the thing blurred up enough, because that's a lot. Oh. So, can somebody get oh. this boy a big pair of pants, please? <laughs> Do we got a big pair of pants booth? Grammy Eleanor comes over to save him by throwing mustard at all the people beating him with soap. Oh, you think you're going to soap him up, do you, and shrink him down? Yeah, Jeremy told us to soap... Wait, shrink him down? We're just keeping him clean. Oh, you know. You know the method of the shrink down. It's a classic. Lavender. You're right, shrinky dinks. Exactly. Yes. You've got him in your cold soap over there. With lavender. Wait a minute, are you telling me you just gave us the secret and Jeremy's all the way in Ohio trying to find the secret? What's he doing on his way to Ohio? He's trying to find the secret. Oh no, the bears have come back to bite me. Listen up, I'll give you all some of my mustard, my magic mustard. Wouldn't that be nice? Well, so we could turn more boys into giant green men? That's right. What? And to start an army. Or a basketball team. Because they're all really tall and they could probably dunk good, like, like in Space Jam. Wait a minute. You trying to join forces here? No, man, think about it. Have you seen Space Jam? That's true, I've seen Space Jam. Yeah, you know how good they were? Because they were really tall and different colors. Think about it. So you're saying if we turn, if we just let him up, then he can destroy this place? And we can make it a basketball court just like Space Jam? Whoa, 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 whoa. I want to be in on the negotiating on this. 
Well, I don't know. I don't know about that. Uh-huh. You, you, you're already negotiating one thing. You can't negotiate what's going to happen after we become rich. It's, yeah. it's, we're uh, the ones with the bags of yeah. soap here. We're the entrepreneurs here with the idea. Well, you're not going to get any more of those green men unless you have my mustard. Oh, man. It's a catch-22 or something uh-huh. like that. I don't remember. But what if we were green men and we ate the mustard? What if we were little green men? You got any to make us little green men? Yeah, then we could be like in those alien movies. Oh. Alien? Yeah, no. Aliens. This is with the S. Oh, alien, like Sigourney Weaver. No, it, yeah, she's in the we second We could turn it. You got any to turn us into Sigourney Weaver? Oh, you got Sigourney Weaver mustard? I haven't pulled it out in years. Oh, man. Is it grainy? SW, it's called. <laughs> it's grainy, all right. It immediately turns you into a ripped... Chick, your mid-thirties in a white tank top. Are you ready for this? Oh, God, all my life. <laughs> As Granny Eleanor's talking, she's walking backwards and wiggling her finger, t- guiding them to her booth. Come this way. Oh, okay, I guess we'll... <laughs> <laughs> the two men fell on walls. Oh. Oh, they're all deep Come this way. Hello? Hello? Meanwhile, meanwhile, back in Ohio, Jeremy's uh, standing at the remains of what was the flea market. It's now just all rubble, but it has two booths, both both booths selling pickles. Well, 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 I see you found uh, the old flea market there. Yeah, yeah. Well, we had many customers here since the great fire that burned down the whole place back in now. Uh, it there? 76, I believe. What, what, what was it there? It was in 1976. I was right the first time. Oh, 1976. Now, what what happened on that day? And why are you two the only booth that survived that fire? Well, now that you ask, how about you enjoy yourself? One of my fine quality pickles. Not my competitor here. They, they were inferior quality pickle oh. made from... Made from mutant cucumbers that nobody likes. We're not in competition. We're, I think we are we're having a nice friendly we just we like to rile each other up, uh, and yeah. the truth is we've been banging for years. Oh yeah <laughs> Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's like when a Burger King's across from a <laughs> McDonald's. It's very healthy and the, the managers maybe that was just in my hometown, I don't know. Uh, I don't know what you're talking about. Euphemism is lost. Wait, was she saying we're we're having sex? Yeah. Old old dirty intercourse. It's getting nasty under the pickle tent. Oh man, sometimes we rub ourselves down in pickle brine. If this stops, I'll just have one of each of your pickles, and then you can tell me the story. Oh, Oh, you're a hard sell there, but okay. Now, do you want to know the story? Crunch. Sure. So we met here, and then we just started fucking. It was great. I mean, uh, we, we've been doing it for, what was it now? Th- and that's years? what burnt the building down? Oh, you want to know that story? Oh! oh, oh, oh. My, my misunderstanding of what I you apologize. were asking. I apologize. I'm a horny old man. I understand. Hoo-hoo. Crunch. Who told you to come here? You're not even biting those pickles. <laughs> You're just making crunching sounds. I know. All right, you got me. I don't even like pickles. He throws both of them behind him. Well, at least he paid for them. I don't care what you do with them, so long as you paid for them. Now we'll tell you the story. Right quick. It was the summer of 76. And we were here, both of us, if I do recall. I was selling coins. Most of the nickels. And I was selling first-gen Tupperware. Well, next thing we knew, there was a fire, and the whole place burned down. The end. As in? It wasn't much of a story, I, I admit. There wasn't uh, bears or anything? Oh, no, no, no. Oh, bears? No. Well, to, to answer your previous question, I was sent here by a person that uh, she sells mustard. Her name's uh, Granny uh, Eleanor. You might know her. Uh, she turned one of our fine uh, customers, a young boy, he, she turned him into a dashing ogre. Um, he's just... Into an ogre. Yeah, but she Much said... like a cucumber becomes a pickle, so too oh, does a little yes. boy become a big green yeah. ogre. Yes. Well, 
Now, you guys stop with the mind games here. I know you're just leading to me asking about you guys having sex again. Oh, oh this pickle oh, gets pickled all the time, if you know what I mean. Put that in the jar, if you know what I mean. Put it in the jar. You need two hands to unscrew the top. Oh, one of the I don't rubber know what things. That yeah. Okay. Yeah. So Is there no one that ever sold cats up here? Cats? Cats. Cats. Cats up here? Cats up. Ketchup? Well, Granny told me cats. Well, I don't, do you have a picture of this Granny Eleanor? A matter of fact, I got a full album. <laughs> oh, Let me flip through some pages. Oh, my God. You mean that? Granny Eleanor. You recognize her off the first picture? It must be Guess our, our, Ohio, to bring one. our Ohio accent. We pronounce Eleanor mm. Eleanor. Unless she's changed her name to... Eleanor. That probably makes more sense. Oh, such a clever person if, to if change I, her name from Elmanor to Eleanor. If I recall, it was 75 that she moved in here about two years after we started banging the on the reg. About two years after, uh, we had just got that new fancy book about all the sexual positions, you know, doing it this way. Comicamelia. Yeah, that's the one. One where you put your face in that part and then it goes around. Yeah, yeah, boy George wrote that. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, she was here and she started selling up her... Cats up. Her cats up. Her red jam tomato thing. I never liked the stuff myself. I'm a pickle man. Did you ever see any mischievous... Doings? Well, I do remember every one she sold ketchup to turned into a bear, but I never that thought was, much of it at the time. It was the 70s. Well, everyone was turning into I mentioned bears like earlier. Them. Why didn't you say that? Well, well you could have been more specific. I thought you son. meant of the sexual nature. Okay. We don't have many of those in Ohio, that's all. I'm not judging, I'm just saying. It's just the way it is here. We're simple folk. Oh, all right, well, I meant the animal, the bear, is what it meant. Oh, yeah, we had, yeah, that happened. And so, did they burn the place down, the bears? Oh, God, yeah. Okay. And how did you stop them? Well, we didn't. It burned down. And this is all, this is all that's left. That's yeah. why we're just two tables in the middle of a field. Yeah, and are that right over there. Are you those bears are still on the loose now? Those, yeah, I mean, yes. I guess so. Where can I find them? You need to go to the Hall of Bears. The Hall, the hall of Bears. I hall wouldn't bears. go alone. No. Bring oh. a friend in case you need to, you know, make love. Oh, now. I'm kidding. I, you don't, you just I don't know any friends in Ohio. Who am I going to take with me to the Hall of Bears? Well. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Two halves make a whole. I'll just look around for someone else. Okay, well, you have fun. Hello? Anyone? Meow. <laughs> oh, hello, little, little yeah. kitty. How are you? You're, do meow. you're doing good? Meow. You ever been uh, to the Hall of Bears? Meow, meow. <laughs> well, let me take you there. I need a friend. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> All right, I'll go back to the old people. Get out of here, cat. Shoo, shoo. All right, you just don't have sex on the look way there. Look who it is. Hot digger today, and we're going to get us to look at the Hall of Bears again. We ain't been there since, oh, what was it, 1983, I 83. think it was. Oh, that was when we got into the bondage. You want to hear about the bondage? <laughs> well, let me oh, tell God. you. Just tell me on the way. Back to the flea market with uh, Tad. He's continuing to run through. He's heading his way to the china plates and all of the breakable knickknacks. I'm so glad I finally got up from all that soap. Wow. Oh, look, china. You know how I love china. Now, don't you come close to these plates. Oh, I'm going to get so close to these plates. Now, you back off. Oh, I'm getting closer. 
No. Oh. Don't do it, please. Oh, it's going to be a two for I'm one. I'm asking you. Maybe three for one. I'm. Stop tiptoeing closer oh, to me. Oh, I'm getting so close. Tip, 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 tip. You're stipping tip, on the tip, magazine booth tip, now. Tip, I can tip, hear tip. the crinkles. You know yeah. I can't read. I'm only eight. Don't be coy with me, I'm ogre. a slow learner as a child. Oh, no. You're right in front of the booth now. You better not take an extra step. You're gonna knock this oh. whole thing over! Oopsie doodle, I knocked it over. Oh no! Oh, now we'll just have to play basketball like that guy said. I love Space Jam. Gerald, is it really you? Who's. I'm Tad. But look, it's me, your friend Rebecca from school. Down here! I once knew a Rebecca. Years ago, in another life. No, you you knew me this morning when we were at school. Right. Time is different for us ogres. You're an ogre now? Can't you see I'm green and dashing? I can. And I saw you destroy that china booth. Only so we could play ball. I don't want to play with you. You look like a scary, mean old man. I'm not mean. I'm not mean or old. I'm I'm very dashing. But you're acting horrible. You're going up and down the aisles, destroying everyone's livelihood. Everyone's livelihood? Yes. I didn't mean to hurt other people. Well, you have. I'm sorry, Rebecca. I didn't. I didn't want to be this way. I was turned into a dashing ogre. Oh, boo-hoo. A boo-hoo. These are serious tears, I promise. I, this is just how I cry. Boo-hoo. Well, you have to make a choice. Stay a dashing ogre that looks like Chris Pine, or try to figure out a way to wizard your way back down to a small mm. person. So we can hang out. I would like to be an insignificant nobody again. What can we do? I don't know. I'm only a little girl. But I could probably get a plan. I was only a little boy before I became an ogre. Maybe we need to find a new condiment to turn me back. What a good idea. Can you think of anything that would... Oh, maybe... Make you... Shit out everything inside of you and shrink you down to size? Oh, God, yes. Come get my hot sauce. Come and get the hot sauce. I got the spicy stuff and the mild stuff and maybe the medium stuff. And I got jalapenos and I got habaneros and I got... Uh, I don't know what this one is, but it's supposed to be pretty spicy. I'll take them all. Here you go. Huh? <laughs> He squirts uh, oh. upwards of 95 oh, hot so sauce into his mouth at the same time. Oh, no. Oh, no. I'm feeling a rumble in the jungle, if you know what I mean. Oh, the old spaghetti house is getting crazy. Oh, no. We, I don't think we think we think this through. We need to find a place where I can evacuate. What will be big enough? Who can say? Maybe a swimming pool? Quick, there's a YMCA just blocks away. Good thing I'm a dashing ogre. Climb up on my shoulder. Woo! So, so there they ran to the YMCA. Back over to the Bear Hall of Fame. Oh, man, and I was red for weeks. My bottom had never been spanked that much, even when I was a naughty child. All right, well, we're here for the Bear Hall of Fame now, so that was a great, a great tale of bondage yeah. and love, oh, I guess. I, know, I just yeah. woke up. I, I guess I passed out on the ride. Oh, what I... were you two yammering on about? Oh, I was telling them about the, the, the fall of 93. You remember that one, don't you? Oh, how to say hard drugs. That, oh, it was the studded leather belt fall. All right, well, you don't got to go back into the tale now. Yeah, well, they were bad. there was a lot of studs in those belts, let me tell you. But just, we, we're in the Bear Hall of Fame now. Which way are we going, okay? Well, it's a hall. You go one way. 
All right, you got me there. Yeah. I, did, I didn't notice that you these know, were just walls around I us. I mean, we, we may be simple folk here at Ohio, but, you know, we built halls the way we usually build them. It's just one a hall. way in, one way out. Yeah, in, in and outy. That's the way I like it. It's the way I like it. In, in and outy, over Mostly and over again. In. Stay for a bit, then go out, then yeah. in, then go out. She loves a lot of multiple visits, if you know what I mean. I guess I, I guess I do. Now check your coat at the door. I don't know what that means, but you can. Dude, it's just walls around us. There's no hooks or anything. It's just plain. What? You give it to the concierge. Yeah. <laughs> well, where did he come from? <laughs> Bear. Okay. This wasn't the one from the fire, was oh, it? Oh no, that's. Oh, he wants a tip. <laughs> God, I barely have any money left to pay for those pickles. Why were they oh, so expensive? Oh, no, bears don't like money. They like honey. Honey? <laughs> I don't have any honey. Who the hell's got honey you around You didn't here? bring any honey You here? didn't bring any honey to the Bear Hall of Fame? Unreasonable. No, I'd travel a long way to get here. I would have got honey. You know not tipping a bear is a punishable offense in Ohio? No, no. <laughs> what am I going to get punished with? Oh. oh. Well... People don't know this about Ohio, but we practice something we call old people law. God, I didn't... Naturally, they'll tie you to a railroad track and drive over you at, at high speeds. Yeah, but before that, you remember the fall of 92? The studded belt fall? Oh, no, 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 no. So Jeremy was stuck in Ohio for the rest of his life getting hit with a studded belt. Meanwhile, back at the uh, YMCA. Oh, I finally made it to the pool. Oh, oh to turn around, Rebecca, I don't want you to... Uh, I won't. I don't want you to... Uh, hey, now, you got to get uh, away from that. What are you uh, doing in that pool? Uh, oh. No, there's still kids in there. What are you doing? I should rub a towel? Grab a towel. Oh, no. Grab, grab, grab a towel. Where? Yeah. Oh, look, there's some over there. Okay, good. Let me go ask the nice lifeguard if you could have You're one. You're going to ask for one after I just went in his pool? He'll be cool. He'll be cool. Hey, sir. Yes? Um, would it be cool if we had a couple of towels? You've taken everything else away from me. You might as well take these, too. Thanks so much. All right, Rebecca, now we got to go teach that witch a lesson. Great. I don't know if she was a witch, but she turned me into an ogre, so I'm assuming. But, you know, it's not right to assume. So no, let's it's just, not. Let's just deal with that old I lady. I the fact that you just thought she was a witch because she was an old lady who turned you into something. I'm sorry. What does I, that say about you? I'm biased by our popular culture, okay? I feel like you and I can never be in a relationship now that I know your true thoughts about women. Wow. Okay, huh. Yeah. Besides the fact that I'm not allowed to be in a relationship until I'm at least 16, I was prepared to wait for you all the next eight years. So there it was. They split paths, both walking in the rain, reminiscing on all of the times they once had together. I don't want to wait for our lives to be alright. Oh man, I remember that one time where she found that towel for me from the lifeguard. And then that time we played kickball. That's about it, I guess. Huh. <laughs> oh, Gerald, he kept walking and walking and eventually made it to the flea market, soaking wet from the still rain outside. Good thing I wore a towel. <laughs> just, just a towel, though, that's still sopping wet. Oh, and he can barely hold it up, it's so heavy. Oh, no. <laughs> but he still marched in with pride to the flea market. Listen, Grandma Eleanor, whoever you are, I want a mustard refund. Oh, you've come back, have you? Yes. Well, well, 
You're small now. But yeah, I did. I found out how to stop you, and it was with hot, hot sauce from, from that guy over there. The nice man with the hot sauce. Holy hot fuck. sauce, get your hot sauce. We got habanero, jalapeno. We got mild, medium. Foiled again. Oh. By Johnny Hottie. Hey. <laughs> yeah, you know, compliments. I'm blushing. Johnny Hottie. I'm as red as my hot sauce. Johnny Hottie, do you think you could help me stop this lady from turning more people into little, big old ogres? Oh, you. Yeah. I got just the hot sauce for that. Oh, wait. No. No. It's called Nana Spider. Nana Spider. How will it's... I ever burn this place to the ground and get myself in the papers and on the Twitter if I can't just turn one single young boy into an ogre and have him destroy the facility? Wait, is that all you wanted was to get in the paper? Trending on Twitter? Well, my dad's a journalist. He's over there reporting. Maybe he can get you on the news and you don't have to hurt anybody. Really? Just... Yeah, you just have good mustard. Huh. That seems like a good plan. And I've been, I have a large Twitter following and I've been tweeting about your dumb mustard all these years. It's been trending. Oh my hundreds goodness. Hundreds and hundreds of retweets. Grandma, you're, you're Twitter, you're, you're, you're on the Twitter. You're, I'm on you're, the you're Twitter. Trending. You're trending. Oh, well, I guess I have done what I set out to do. Son, what are you, are you wearing a wet towel? Oh Oh, your mother's gonna kill me. I'm here live at the flea market that was once terrorized by a large green man. Now to talk about the biggest trend in town, mustard. Tell me about mustard, please. Oh, well, I haven't brushed my hair. I hope this isn't going straight to the six o'clock news. Oh, no, they wouldn't do that. This is Lester Holt, 14 News. Thank you. I I didn't. I know we I don't. Didn't. I don't have a lot of time. I didn't talk about my mustard. Oh, don't, don't worry. The the real reporters will be here soon. They only give me a few minutes. Oh, would you like to try some mustard? Sure. Grab a pretzel stick. Oh. Gerald had already wandered off, feeling like he had great success in this day, but he had one thing left to do find his one true love who had gotten away from him. But that's all in another day. This was one story, and we got spooked. That was a scary story. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> I'm terrified. Yeah. And you talked about, uh, before the podcast, too, how much you... You didn't like horror movies and everything. No. So no. I that can was, imagine. That was scarier than any horror movie I've mm -hmm. ever seen. Oh, uh, Like getting arrested at the Hall of Bears? I can't imagine. Yeah. How <laughs> embarrassing. The shame. Having a witch, not witch, give you, you know, mustard, which is, you know, I always go for mustard samples at the St. Lawrence Market, and oh, I, do I don't too. know if I will next time. You know who will find this really scary? Uh, Trevor, he hates mustard. So if he ever listens to this episode... He'll, he'll well, trigger. Yeah. To me, the scariest part was the people <laughs> swimming in a pool that had an <laughs> in it. Yeah, they they were uh, casualties of the story, and uh, they will be forgotten. Yeah, they're just uh, they're probably still in that pool to this day. Yes, this was a true story too. Yeah, it's a great yeah. metaphor for life. We're all just floating in a pool of turds. <laughs> I don't. I don't as I look up at this painting right now, and I just yeah, see... I painted that. It's beautiful. I didn't paint that. Okay. <laughs> He's been watching a lot of Bob Ross, so he started taking up painting. Yeah. Did you paint it? No, no. I, <laughs> I just... I find paintings, and I just go up with a brush and pretend to paint or them. Or you just put your name on them. Yeah, and I sign it. He <laughs> just says, like, yeah, I tag them. The serial signer? Yeah, and the serials. I sign serial boxes, too. <laughs> Amy, anything <laughs> to promote? Um, anything to promote? Well, let's see. I am, well, another Wolf Cop, which will come out after Christmas. Oh. So that'll be fun. Um, keep a watch for anything that I do at Bad Dog. So, uh, uh, yes, yeah. we're doing, um, anything to promote. We're starting Pearson, um, in a couple weeks. At, who are you calling? I didn't mean to. It was an accident. It's okay. 
Shit. The crotch made a phone call. Uh, <laughs> got so excited by the idea of Pearson, which is yeah, calling the tickets at Bad Dog. I've got to get a yeah. ticket at Bad Dog. <laughs> Quick! Uh, for those of you who may have seen The Board or The Path, which is, this is our ending the trilogy of a location-based uh, nice. comedy. And this is all at Pearson Airport? Yes, this one will be all at Pearson. Amazing. And it'll run for five weeks, starting on November 4th, I believe. Yeah, next Friday. Fantastic. Yeah. Well, whenever this comes out. Well, it, might be, <laughs> it might be past, but it starts on November 4th. It's for, it's for, it's for, for five weeks. Oh, yeah. it'll still be right in? Yeah. yeah. So go to, get out there and check it out, guys. Get out there and check it out. Stop being lazy. Um, we'll be there. We'll, yeah. We'll tweet out when we're going, too, so you can that sit beside us. That would be amazing. Us. I'm going to tweet out the day after we go, because I don't know if I want to meet some people. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to hold a, com- a contest for someone to sit beside me. Oh, no. That sounds fun. <laughs> yep. Just be an empty seat. <laughs> <laughs> but I'll pay for the ticket for the empty seat. It'll be great. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Thanks so oh, much for thank coming. Thank you so much Why for me tell this terrifying story with oh, you guys? Man, I don't I... even know if I did what I was supposed to do as a swing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you did everything you were supposed to do. Okay. It's a no-responsibility role. Yeah. Okay. I think I, I succeeded. I barely was an ogre. <laughs> <laughs> so I wouldn't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Do you want, oh yeah, follow us at uh, Spook Podcast. www.spookpodcast. <laughs> That's not a website. <laughs> yeah, you know how to finish it. Uh, go on to iTunes, uh, rate us five stars. Uh, if you follow us on Twitter at Spooked Podcast, then we'll be tweeting out all of Amy's stuff as well. Thank you. Yeah, for real, spooked. 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 spooked.